More than 12 years has gone by since Bitcoin went live, and its pseudonymous creator Satoshi Nakamoto is still as much a mystery now as he was back then. In this episode, we will put together some of the hints and evidence that have been revealed over the last decade to try and figure out who actually created Bitcoin. At the end of June 2021, Craig Wright's name was thrust in the spotlight for winning a lawsuit in the UK regarding the copyright of Bitcoin's white paper. For those unfamiliar, a white paper is like the holy grail of a crypto project. It stands as the technical representation of what the project hopes to accomplish and how it will accomplish it. It's a technical report written by either the founders or core developers to convince would-be investors that these guys know what they're doing. As a result of this copyright claim, the judge ruled Bitcoin.org, the official website of Bitcoin, had to take down Bitcoin's white paper from the site at the request of Wright. Some people took this as evidence that Wright must be Satoshi Nakamoto. After all, it appears he has been granted copyright to the white paper he claims to have written a decade earlier. And Dr. Wright agrees with those people. He is the only person actively and legitimately claiming to be Satoshi, and he's been trying to prove it for years. But his claims seem dubious and fall on deaf ears to many people in crypto. There's not much we know about Satoshi, but what we do know seems to point in the exact opposite direction of everything Craig Wright stands for. Satoshi Nakamoto was a genius especially when it came to computers and cryptography. He's a great leader that involved everyone in the Bitcoin community, but ultimately took over when needed. He may be very wealthy, considering that he's sitting on a stash of over a million Bitcoin, some of the first million ever mined, which could be sold today for around a cool $40 billion. But none of those coins have been sold or even touched since the beginning. Now, I've been saying he, but really we don't know Satoshi's gender, or even if it was one person or a group of people. I use he merely as a formality, since Satoshi seems like a male name to me. It also seems that he was a native English speaker, with his perfect English as well as the use of common slang in the English and British language. But that's about all we know. So Craig Wright could in fact be Satoshi just like he claims he is. But his lawsuit brings into question, what would the real Satoshi do? Would the pseudonymous creator of a decentralized currency that was intended to be unreliant on any one person or organization ever want to reveal himself? Wouldn't that just be a distraction from Bitcoin's mission? One would imagine Satoshi would still be active in crypto today, possibly going by his real name now, assuming, of course, that he is still alive. But what if someone else claimed to be him? Would he come out of hiding to discredit those claims? We know he did it once before in 2014, breaking his years of silence by shutting down the media frenzy surrounding a computer engineer by the name of Dorian Satoshi Nakamoto. The real Satoshi sent a simple message to the public, quote, I am not Dorian. But that was likely more to do with letting a random citizen be free of unsolicited attention 
rather than dropping clues as to who he really was. And that was the last anyone ever heard from Satoshi. So to have someone like Craig Wright openly campaign that he is Satoshi feels off. It feels somehow antithetical to what the symbol of Bitcoin's creator has become. It would seem that for someone to so boldly claim to be Satoshi, he must either be a gambler, hoping that the real Satoshi won't deny the claims, or else, perhaps more likely, he knew that the real Satoshi was dead. With the lack of anything else to go on, we'll begin our search for Satoshi with the only man gutsy or dumb enough to claim he's the mysterious crypto father, Dr. Craig Wright. With the decision from that 2021 UK lawsuit, Wright appears to now be the copyright holder for Bitcoin's white paper. That of course doesn't say much when you consider how he won that suit. He actually won by default because he was suing the pseudonymous operator of the Bitcoin.org website, someone who goes by the username Cobra. And Cobra would need to show up in court to face the charges, which of course meant he would have to reveal himself and blow his anonymity. Cobra didn't show up. So Wright won by default. He knew this would happen. It was slimy, but not at all unexpected as you learn more about his past. This lawsuit also follows a litigious year for Dr. Wright. He had been suing anyone of significant status in the crypto community for calling him a fraud or doubting he was Satoshi. This includes notable names such as Vitalik Buterin, Adam Back, famous podcaster Peter McCormick, among others. This has not stopped Vidalik, for example, from continuing to declare that he's a fraud, touting Wright's inability to answer simple questions regarding cryptographic theory and programming as clear evidence that he's not Satoshi. But Craig Wright's uncovering as Satoshi goes back several years before this string of lawsuits. The identity of Satoshi remained a mystery until, in 2015, Wired Magazine first reported that a source leaked Wright's emails to them, which showed that Wright was, in fact, Nakamoto. Gizmodo also received the same leaked emails. Both reports were published, and the crypto community was buzzing with intrigue. Amid the hubbub, Dr. Wright came forward, pretending like he wanted to keep it a secret, but hey, the cat was out of the bag, so he might as well embrace the fact that he is Satoshi. He even clarified he, quote, wasn't coming out for fame or money, he just wanted to be left alone. Spoiler, everything else in this story will seem to contradict that statement. Instantly, people started calling for Craig Wright to prove that he was Satoshi. After all, all he had to do was move some of that original Bitcoin stash that Satoshi had to a designated address and everyone would have to believe that he's the guy, since he would have control of Satoshi's private wallet. But he couldn't do that, making up excuses saying that his company, Tulip Trading, in fact had possession of those 1 million Bitcoin, but it was locked up in a trust fund called the Tulip Trust until the year 2020, which at that time, it was five years away. Seems convenient for him, but hey, 
It's possible. Either way, it was enough to raise some red flags, and Wired Magazine retracted its story, stating that the source of the leaked emails was being called into question. The only other surefire way that he could prove he was Satoshi was to sign a message using Satoshi's private key. Now, I don't want to get too technical here into crypto jargon, but to keep it kind of surface level here, Dr. Wright met with Gavin Andresen, who is the guy that Satoshi handed over the reins of Bitcoin to. Gavin was kind of the head at the time. And Craig sent a message signed with a private key from one of the first 50 Bitcoin blocks ever mined. This would be proof that Wright was around at basically the very beginning of Bitcoin, and that was enough to convince Gavin that he was Satoshi, and Gavin gave his seal of approval. That is until shortly thereafter it was revealed that the private key Craig had used also happened to be the key that Satoshi had made publicly available back in the beginning. So Wright basically used a cheap trick to try to prove his identity and most remained unconvinced. The crypto community kept asking for real evidence that he was Satoshi. Finally, Wright seemingly broke down, acting as if the burden of revealing himself as Satoshi was just too much to bear, and he couldn't bring himself to produce the real evidence that he was Satoshi. He blogged at the time, quote, I believed that I could do this. I believed that I could put the years of anonymity and hiding behind me. But as the events of this week unfolded and I prepared to publish the proof of access to the earliest keys... I broke. I do not have the courage. I cannot. Close that quote there. But, uh, mm-hmm. Right. We, we know what you're saying, Craig, right? There were a few other technical evidences that turned out to not be evidences at all. Vitalik was a main opponent, calling out Craig's obvious lack of knowledge of coding cryptocurrencies and frequent mistakes that he made when talking in public. In other words, he sure didn't seem like the genius that enthusiasts had built Satoshi up to be. In addition, it was revealed that Dr. Craig Wright wasn't even a doctor. He claimed to have a doctorate in computer science from Charles Sturt University. But the university denied this claim. He then claimed it was a doctorate in theology, but uh, has never said which institution gave that to him. It's probably best there. The crypto community at this point mostly viewed Wright as a fraud and moved on with their lives, but Dr. Wright wasn't done, and he did have somewhat of a following at this point. Around 2018, there was a civil war in the Bitcoin community about the lack of scalability of the network, which, side note, is a legit problem that we've talked about before on this podcast regarding Bitcoin. It limits Bitcoin to always be a slow and costly Layer 1 network. Anyways, the community became divided, and a new splinter group broke off, creating their version of Bitcoin called Bitcoin Cash, or BCH, which is a fork of Bitcoin. Wright felt this new fork was closer to what he, as Satoshi of course, had originally envisioned, but he took it a step further, wanting to scale the network even more, which also made it more insecure. Anyways, he called his spinoff Bitcoin SV, or BSV. The SV 
stands for Satoshi Vision. Or in other words, the original vision of Bitcoin that he, as Satoshi, had when he made it. If you're curious how BSV has done, it has had some atrocious price action, especially recently, this just this year, with a series of hacks and attacks on the network all summer long, including as recently as August 3rd, just last week. Most major crypto exchanges have delisted the coin, and the price has essentially cratered. So it sure doesn't seem like Wright is Satoshi, and most people don't think he is, or want him to be for that matter, though you'll still see some crypto news platforms that still tout him as such. But any search for Satoshi must start with Wright, because there are clues in this case that may point us to the real Satoshi. After all, it does appear that Wright was around near the beginning of Bitcoin, so who else was around back then? that could possibly be Satoshi, perhaps someone that Wright knew very well. A cypherpunk friend of his, for example. And the trail picks up in 2018 when Dave Kleiman's estate sued Craig Wright for their share of those original 1 million Bitcoin kept in the Tulip Trust Fund. Dave Kleiman was a computer forensics and cryptography expert, and was also around at the very beginning of Bitcoin. He also happens to have died back in 2013, four years after the creation of Bitcoin. One quirk to Satoshi that made his work stand out was that he appeared to be a self-taught coder, and his code was immaculate. Dave Kleiman also happened to be a brilliant self-taught computer coder, that tended to shy away from the spotlight. He was an army veteran paraplegic that national TV networks consulted with to lean on his computer expertise. Dave's brother Ira recalls having the following exchange with Dave before Bitcoin launched. Dave and Ira were discussing Facebook's recent success and Ira asked Dave if he was working on anything interesting. Dave responded by telling Ira he was working on something bigger than Facebook, that he was, quote, creating his own money. Ira asked Dave to clarify and jokingly asked if Dave was making counterfeit money. Dave responded by saying he was making digital money. He then opened his wallet, took out a business card, flipped it over, drew a B with a line or two through it, and commented on how we were working on a logo. Dave entered the VA hospital a few years later from a MRSA infection. At the time, he was a very poor man who had lost almost everything. He later left that hospital, holed up like a hermit, and refused to have any visitors. About a month later, he was found dead in his home, his body in very bad shape. There was a gun in his hand and a bullet hole in the mattress next to him, but his body was too decomposed to determine if it was suicide. No bullet casings were found, and the cause of death was listed as a result of the MRSA infection. After his death, Ira began looking into what David had been working on, and eventually filed the lawsuit against Craig Wright, demanding Dave's share of the 1 million Bitcoin. The lawsuit alleges that shortly after Dave's death, Craig Wright emailed Dave's dad, claiming that he and Dave were two of the three people 
behind the creation of Bitcoin. He also said that before his death, Dave had transferred his assets over to Craig. So he was emailing his dad to collect those possessions. Craig attached the official documents showing Dave's transferal of ownership to Craig Wright, which included Dave's signatures at the end. Except that it was quickly proven Dave's signatures were in fact forged. The signature appeared to have been typed with a common cursive font. Good old Dr. Wright up to his antics again. When the family told Craig this, he supposedly tried to keep Ira from going public by promising to pay him from Dave's estate. After reading this, Ira must have been frightened by the magnitude of what he was getting into, so he allegedly destroyed his brother's hard drives, possibly destroying hundreds of thousands of Dave's bitcoins in the process. This lawsuit keeps getting delayed. The most recent update stated that it was delayed until June of 2021, so it seems to be ongoing at the moment. It's possible that Dave Kleiman was Satoshi. But the last thing we ever heard from Satoshi was actually in 2014 when he clarified he wasn't Dorian Nakamoto. Dave was dead by then. And what about the claim by Craig Wright that he and Dave were two of the three people that made Bitcoin? Who could this third person be? The missing piece may lie with Hal Finney. Hal Finney is famous among crypto heads for several reasons, the main one being that he was the first person ever to receive a Bitcoin transaction, and it was sent from Satoshi himself. So Hal was definitely heavily involved when Bitcoin was still a fresh pile of computer code. But Hal was well known long before the days of Bitcoin. He was a skilled developer who helped develop the first widely used encryption software and also created the first proof-of-work system, which is the consensus mechanism Bitcoin uses and largely made possible this era of cryptocurrencies. He is known to be one of the first digital asset researchers. He lived in a small suburb of only 36,000 people. It was just outside of Los Angeles, giving him and his family a nice, quiet place to live. And perhaps coincidentally, it was also the same suburb that Dorian Satoshi Nakamoto lived, only a few blocks away from Hal. The relative proximity to Finney and the similarity in name is what set the media frenzy off, which led to the harassment of the quiet computer engineer who appeared to know little about what Bitcoin even was. Perhaps seeing his neighbor hassled like this is what drove Satoshi to arise from the grave and declare he wasn't Dorian. Halfini never confirmed that he knew who Dorian Nakamoto was. But there's more that links Finney to Bitcoin's mysterious creator. An independent writing analysis company started making the rounds comparing the writing style of every potential Satoshi candidate to the actual writing that Satoshi produced, including analyzing Dorian Nakamoto's. None of them came close to Satoshi's literary stylings, that is until they analyzed Hal Finney's works. He was a near-perfect match. Towards the end of 2009, the same year Bitcoin was launched, Hal Finney was diagnosed with ALS. His medical decline seems to match the disappearance of Satoshi's presence online. By 2013, he was essentially paralyzed, though he was able to continue coding some. 
Hal died from ALS in 2014. He went to his grave denying that he was Satoshi. The controlling narrative in the search for Satoshi seems to involve at least one of these three guys, Craig Wright, Dave Kleiman, and Hal Finney. My personal take on it, how these pieces fit together, Hal and Dave were the brains behind Bitcoin's creation. They seem to have had the expertise and the experience to cobble something like this together, and they knew working pseudonymously gave them freedom to make whatever they wanted. Previous to Bitcoin, there had been other attempts at creating virtual currencies, but the creators ended up being arrested or questioned by governments, so anonymity allowed them to work in these shadows outside the eyes of public scrutiny. Hal seems to be the main figure behind the writings of Satoshi, posting online, on forums as him, and crafting the various technical papers, as well as perhaps posting, I am not Dorian, a short phrase that he could write out even when crippled by ALS. And at some point early on in the process, Dave's friend Craig Wright wanted to be more involved. Like the third wheel that thinks he's actually the first wheel, he probably helped out where he could, and once both Dave and Hal had passed, he realized he was the only person still alive that knew the truth behind Bitcoin's creation and creator. So why not take advantage of it by leaking his emails casually to Wired and Gizmodo, creating an event that would seem to draw him out of the shadows despite his desire to remain a secret. The inclusion of Dave has been brought up only because of the ongoing court cases that he's been involved in, allowing him to still claim the bulk of credit for Bitcoin's birth. This is, of course, all speculation. Judges in the ongoing case have even doubted the existence of this mythical tulip trust fund. And if Craig is as deceitful as he's been in the past, there's no guarantee that his inclusion of Dave and a third person is true at all. And it would be mighty convenient for him to be the only one still alive to fight for this. There are other possible Satoshi candidates that typically have several flaws. Nick Sabo is a popular name that gets thrown around. He published a paper about a precursor to Bitcoin called BitGold. He also has stated that only he, Hal Finney, and Wei Dai were the only people he knew that were interested enough in virtual currencies to pursue it until Nakamoto came along. Wei Dai himself is an interesting candidate who has been very influential in the cryptocurrency space, as shown by the smallest unit of Ether being named after him, the Wei. Wei published a paper introducing another Bitcoin precursor that he called B-Money, which he intended to be a distributed electronic cash system used by pseudonymous individuals to preserve privacy. Sounds familiar. B-Money was referenced in Bitcoin's white paper, and he and Adam Beck were the first two people ever known to be contacted by Satoshi. Adam Back is known for his invention of Hashcash, which is very similar to the underlying proof-of-work system that keeps Bitcoin's network secure. Back has publicly denied that Craig Wright is Satoshi, which of course got him sued by Wright for defamation. And although I love the intrigue that surrounds Sergei Nazarov, including the good chunk of evidence I presented in the Chainlink episode, very few actually believe that it was him.
So the search for Satoshi continues. But perhaps more will come out as Craig Wright versus Dave Kleiman's estate lawsuits continue. Is the Tulip Trust real? Is anything that Wright says real? Or has the real Satoshi passed away, forever sealing his legacy as the decentralized leader of the world's largest decentralized network? This has been another episode of the Fool's Gold Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, where we explored our search for Satoshi Nakamoto. If you'd like more Fool's Gold content, check us out on the socials. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Fool's Gold. That's G-O-A-L-E-D. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Thank you.